Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Joining us now, friend of the show, Patrick Ebert from D1Baseball.com. Follow him on Twitter at PatrickEbert44. Talk about the Brewers draft choices from yesterday. Draft continues, obviously, coming up this afternoon as well. He's on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call him 844-PRIDE or go to SchneiderJobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE to go to SchneiderJobs.com. Patrick, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good afternoon. Hey, before we get to this, I for people that, that have known you for a while, like myself, I, I want you to kind of just give people kind of your journey a little bit, if you don't mind. Um, dating back to like how this all started at BrewerFan.net, which is now Brewer Fanatic, I believe, and they still have the form boards up like they did for Brewer Fan, but... Because that's when I first came in contact with you and started to learn about you through BrewerFan.net. So how did this all start for you getting to the point now where you've made a successful career really analyzing, you know, high school and college kids and the whole deal? Yeah, yeah. It's a good question, and it's, it's, I'll try to keep it as short as possible. But, yeah, I mean, it started online kind of with the advent of the Internet, just going on and scouring, you know, what you could find, looking up Baseball America. And that was like the first online publication that had a lot of information on prospects. I was always fascinated by minor league prospects and draft prospects. And it kind of started back in the eighties, like back when the Brewers drafted Kenny Henderson and weren't able to sign him. And it was kind of like, well, how does that happen? You know? And it, it just kind of created more hunger for me to search this information. Um, started writing about it on brewerfan.net, like you mentioned. And uh, at the time, uh, Ben Ford was pitching for the Brewers. Oh my his dad, God. Gary Ford, yep. owned, uh, perf- his dad owned Perfect Game. His dad offered me a part-time job. The part-time job turned into a full-time job. Uh, the full-time job went away with the COVID pandemic and uh, landed, on, landed at uh, D1 Baseball since. And love writing about college baseball, love writing about prospects, and love talking about the draft. All right, so let's, let's get into the Brewers a little bit. I, I, we were talking about this a little bit earlier, right? So sometimes when you look at the Brewers, Doug Melvin and Jackson Renzik really knew how to kind of evaluate hitting to a certain degree and did really well, whether they be high school, college, they, they kind of had a feel for it. Pitching, maybe not as much. They were also besieged by injuries to their pitchers coming up through the farm system. I love David Stearns and I love Matt Arnold, but I'm here to tell you, I don't trust them drafting hitters at this point. I, I, I really don't. And then when you're going to tell me that we're going to draft a bunch of guys under six foot, um, to play in, in the middle of the field when there is a gaping hole at first and third with no power to speak of anywhere, um, and you have a power-hitting first baseman from Texas who I wanted. So, yes, I do have an agenda in all of this. Uh, and, again, you could say, well, they would have reached for him. But in my opinion, where this Brown Jr. guy was was projected to go, this was a reach too, especially when you look at his cockeyed-looking uh, approach at the plate, the bat dangling over his head, looking at third base. His knee goes up to his chin when he goes to swing the goes to swing at the uh, at the pitch. Like I, I just I don't know, man. Like I I I I am lacking trust uh, in what they're doing as far as drafting hitters at this point. Am I am I fair in that or am I overreacting? 
I'll say you're fair in the part of being concerned about them drafting hitters, right? Because you're looking at a Brewers team that has assembled pretty much everyone on their roster from, from outside of the organization. They haven't, they haven't done a very good job developing from within. Now, that said, I'd much rather the team be good at developing pitching because it's a lot harder to acquire. Um, now, as far as looking at like the player and say they reach, you know, you can't really say they've reached if they really like the guy. And I know some scouts that really liked him, and I know the metrics really favor Eric Brown in a lot of different ways. And you know, when you're looking at his hard hit ball data and his chase percentage and like the the, the quality at bats and, and his defensive value, a lot of the other things that go into this question. And the Brewers are a very, very heavy exactly. metrics-based yes, team. Yes, correct. So they, they like these type of players. And then I, I saw some fans point out, well, he plays Coastal Carolina. Who the heck are they playing? The Sun Belt's a tough conference. And Coastal Carolina played some tough teams, and Brown had success against some tough pitchers. So, you know, you can kind of throw that argument out the window, too. I could care less about his bat. I could care less about the leg kick. Those are all just timing mechanism things and preferences for a hitter's. That, you know, it may look a little little league to some people, but really those things do not play a part into whether or not the player is going to succeed. So I understand your concern. Um, I just know a lot of people that I think Eric Brown could be one of the steals of this draft. So, and again, I hope uh, for the Brewers' sake that he actually is a steal. My concern is, like you said, they're huge into the numbers. They're huge into the metrics. Well, they've been huge into all of that this entire time, and none of it has worked. None of it. They haven't developed a first baseman. They haven't developed a third baseman. Nobody has come up and done anything. Keston Hira was the one guy that, hey, if nothing else, he can hit. Defensively, yeah, he may not be great, and we knew that, but he'll hit. And he hasn't hit outside of that first year where they brought him up. And that's why, for me, I get the red flags of if Hira can't figure it out with as good as he was in college, at this point, why am I to believe that them being as analytically driven as they are, that they're going to be right now? Yeah, I don't have an answer for that because, you know, I was a big fan of Keston Hira. I'm surprised that he hasn't been productive in his career. I had the chance to see him hit in college and, and I thought he was one of, if not the best hitters that year he came out for the draft. And when he was drafted by the Brewers, I was pretty excited for them because I'm looking, I'm like, all right, they're, they're getting a legitimate bat. Hasn't worked out that way, obviously. Um, yeah, and you're, you're right about the size thing. You know, like Sal Freelich a year ago and you know, Bryce Terang's not overly big. And now you had, you had Robert Moore and Eric Brown. Both guys are sub-six-foot players, so they're not adding these big physical players and the one they did a year ago, the local kid, Alex Benellis, they traded him away to Boston um, as part of the deal to get uh, Hunter Renfro this past off season. So, yeah, I mean, if, if you're looking for power guys into the system, I, I do agree that that's the one area they would seem to need to address. Now, uh, you know, again, on the flip side, they like the up the middle type of talent, knowing you can move these guys to other positions. Who? I like that approach overall. This but is at my some point. You well, do need to get some big bats. This is my see again. I'm going to get all fired up and angry about this because it's driving me nuts. <laughs> you, if I said this last week, if they would have been the front office, they never ever would have drafted Prince Fielder. It never would have happened. He never would have been a Brewer, Patrick Ebert. It never would have happened. I don't know because he too was five foot nine and may have had incredible offensive metrics. But he only played. Know. But he only played first. He wasn't versatile. They would have drafted Melendez That's from true. Texas had they, if had they even thought about that concept. He he should have been for me. 
That would have been the pick. That's a power-hitting kid that can play first. Yes, he's limited to first base. So what? You don't have one. And now maybe he's at the at the majors, maybe in two years, if everything goes right, in a band box known for American Family Field. And instead, we got a couple of uh, smaller dudes that are going to play up the middle like everybody else in the farm system. Let's move on. I'm getting mad. Uh, okay, let's talk about the the pitcher that they got from Crowder uh, Junior College. He's six foot seven. Jake Mizorowski, is that how you say his name? Tell us about him. Yep. Yeah, so Jacob Mizorowski is six foot seven, 190. So, you know, in the, in the scouting terms, that's like the definition of projection. Long limbs, uh, well-proportioned body, still has room to add strength, has, has touched triple digits, meaning, you know, he's touched 100 miles per hour, pitches in the low to mid-90s and has a really good slider. He does have a curveball and a changeup. He hasn't had to use them much. Um, simply because of the level of competition. He pitched at the JUCO level this past year and just absolutely dominated. Same college that uh, Aaron Ashby pitched at, and and now this is the third, I believe, notable junior college pitcher the Brewers have drafted the past four or five years with Ashby and then Antoine Kelly a couple years ago. So they like these big, projectable pitchers that they can get into their system mold them they've proven to have some success with this type of player that doesn't mean that you know Mizorowski is automatically going to be a big leaguer someday but at least they do have something to point to as opposed to the many candidates that you suggested on the hitting side you know they do have some good fortune developing pitchers I like the projection for this I like the you know the downhill action a lot of the metrics again support him he gets good spin on his fastball makes it harder to hit he gets good extension on his pitches with when you're six foot seven you know, that makes it even that much more harder to hit. So, like, again, he's got a lot of those, you know, tangible qualities to him in the, in the metrics that support his case and leads people to believe that he's just scratching the surface on what he's capable of doing. Thank you so much for coming on, Patrick Ebert. I'm sorry I yelled at you, but I've been very emotional about this since <laughs> last week. And then and after it, I watched it last night, I was getting more mad as I was watching it. And I didn't do it on Twitter. I was just like, hey, man, I hope these guys work out. And I do. I hope they do work out. But the philosophy drives me batty. D1Baseball.com for Patrick Ebert. Follow him on Twitter. He's more composed than I am. At Patrick Ebert 44. Thank you, my friend. Yep, thanks, Mark. Take care. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.